of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hello and welcome to episode 64. I am Mosh. And I really wish people would listen to the warnings that the professionals are giving out about this virus. To just stay inside, self-isolate for at least a couple of weeks. We can do it. I saw an image where someone was saying like, hey, our grandparents or even great-grandparents were called to war. They had to go to war. We're being asked to sit on a couch for a couple weeks. Can we do that? I think we can do that. People think this isn't a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. It can become a massive deal because the United States is so unprepared for this, which just like blows my mind. They said Italy has more hospital beds than the United States. How? Italy has like 60 million people. The U.S. has 330 million. We're five and a half times bigger than Italy, and they have more hospital beds than we do. We have barely any ventilators running out of masks. How? How can we be so unprepared? And ventilators are what's keeping some people alive. I saw another medical professional say that there are so little ventilators, basically like one in every 50 people would get one. Which means the other 49 people die. So if you catch this and you get a severe case of it and you need a ventilator, do you really think you're going to be the lucky one to get one? Because they have to then choose who gets it. And if you're old, you're not getting it because they're going to say, well, you've lived most of your life, so sorry your country failed you. The young person's going to get it. What if there's multiple young people? Well, better hope you're the lucky one or else you're going to die. And the virus is affecting everyone differently. First they said old people were the ones that could get it the worst. Now young people are getting it pretty badly. They're being hospitalized. It's hitting everyone differently. Some people it feels like a little cold to them. In a few days they're fine. Other people are hospitalized and on their deathbeds. So if you're young, don't think if you catch this you're going to be okie dokie. Because you might not. I might not. I mean, I might not even make it to the end of uh, 2020. Because my respiratory system's already messed up. It's also said that most people will probably get this over the next couple of years, but hopefully in that time there is a cure or a vaccine, in which case if I do, I should be fine. If there is a cure, or at least get a vaccine so I don't get it. But getting it right now would not be very good. A lot of people can't even get into their doctors right now, and I need a refill on my inhaler stuff. But if I can't do that, I don't have an inhaler. And then to straight up go buy it from some other company, it's going to cost over 200 bucks. America has failed. I hope this is a massive wake-up call for not only the people of America, but the companies. The, well, I would say politicians, but they don't care. They've never cared. But I hope it's a wake-up call for a lot of people. We are not prepared for anything like this. And this isn't even that bad. This is nothing. Wait till the power goes out, because that's when the killings begin. If there was a countrywide power outage that lasted a while... People would lose their minds and start killing each other for food and supplies. Your refrigerator stops working, all that food in there goes bad. Some of your drinks go bad. You don't have enough non-perishable food because you weren't prepared for it. You're going to be completely in the dark. One, because you have no lights. And two, your electronics are going to die. Your phone's eventually going to die, so you're not going to know what's going on in the world. If you have a laptop or something, it'll eventually die. You think the store is going to have batteries for flashlights? No, it's going to be sold out. Your candles will only last for a certain amount of time. You're going to be laying there at night, and all you're going to hear is screaming, doors being kicked in, glass shattering, gunshots. And then what happens if it's during the summer? No air conditioning, no fans. 
Yeah, you ready for something like that? Probably not. I understand why states like California and New York went on lockdown, and it's probably the right thing to do, but also when you do that, you create more panic, and then people go and panic by more. I'm trying my best not to get this thing, not only for myself, but for other people. Because if you get it and you spread this to someone you know, and they die, (sighs) have fun living with that. If you transfer that to your grandparents and they die, it was because of you. If you transfer it to your parents and they die, it was because of you. You know what you don't want to live with the rest of your life? A guilty conscience. Anyway, let's move on to something a little bit more positive. ESPN 8, The Ocho, it came back this weekend. And it's just, it's so good. Like, it's so good. I wish it was permanent. I really, really do. You got cornhole competitions, axe throwing, putt-putt championship, cherry pit spitting competitions, death diving, stone skipping, of course, dodgeball, stupid robot fighting league, nothing but pure entertainment. This should just replace ESPN2. No one watches ESPN2. Just permanently make it ESPN8, the Ocho. Which is originally from Dodgeball, when they were like making fun of ESPN. And then ESPN was like, well, let's just actually do that. But man, that putt-putt competition, Jesus, man. First off, the one guy, McCaslin, dude, give it up. You stood no chance against Burton in Newport. Like, absolutely no chance. You could tell Burton had a little bit of nerves going on. But Newport, Greg Newport, I mean, what a wizard. There was one shot he took, and the angle on it was weird, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing, Greg? And that was the last time I doubted him, because he sank that putt, and then he went on to win the whole thing. And he's still doing it to this day. That was recorded in, like, the 90s. It had to have been the 90s. Just the way they were dressed and it was filmed. Like, there's just no way it wasn't. It seems like he's still been doing putt-putt competitions up until at least 2018. Greg Newport, absolute beast on the putt-putt course. If you missed out, I feel bad, but ESPN does this every year, so you're just going to have to catch it another time. But it should not be as entertaining as it is. There's not a whole lot going on this week, so I'm just trying to fill some time here. But let's go ahead and move on to gaming. So last week I was talking about all the Activision rumors and Call of Duty. And now we have more rumors to back up the claims that this year's Call of Duty will be a reboot of Black Ops. Codenamed Project Zeus and likely to simply be named Call of Duty Black Ops, the game is said to be a reboot of the Black Ops franchise in a similar fashion to 2019's Modern Warfare. Characters Alex Mason and Sergeant Frank Woods will return in the campaign, although they'll be portrayed by new actors and the game will tell a new storyline with some similar threads to previous Black Ops titles. The campaign is said to be focused on the real-life events of the Cold War and Vietnam War, while exploring the latter a lot more than the original Black Ops game did. It's described as highly realistic and gorier than Modern Warfare, with plenty of shock factor and a notable interrogation scene. The campaign will reportedly include a retelling of the Vietnam story from multiple perspectives, including the U.S., South Vietnam, and the Viet Cong. Built with the engine that Infinity Ward Poland made, which was used for Modern Warfare, the game is said to include large multiplayer modes including 32 vs 32 Ground War. 
Kill streaks will include UAV, counter UAV, a dog, flamethrower, and a bomber plane, which destroys any other sky based streak. Operators are said to be returning, but specialist characters don't seem to be. As long as they're not specialists, I'm cool with that. It's about time Treyarch moves away from stupid specialists. Multiplayer DLC will reportedly be free, as it is with Modern Warfare, but a Zombies Season Pass is being considered. One source told the site that Zombies will feature a new storyline, possibly based around Vietnam, which is more realistic and grounded than the fantasy stuff seen in recent years. Activision has only confirmed that this year's premium Call of Duty offering will arrive in the fourth calendar quarter of the year. It said in February that the title is already generating excitement in playtests. So it does sound like this year's Call of Duty will be the reboot of Black Ops, which was the rumor going around last year. I mean, I would like a full-on remaster of Black Ops 1 and 2, but I guess a reboot is okay. My biggest issue with Black Ops 3 and 4 was Specialists, so if that is true that Specialists are not returning, then that, that mean, that's great news. <laughs> but man, you take Specialists out of Black Ops 3? That's a pretty good game. It was already a good game. But then that would make it a pretty good game. And Black Ops 4, I mean, it has its issues, but removing specialists would have been just so much better. But if it's going to go back to the Vietnam War, then it's obviously going to be more similar to Black Ops 1, which is a great game as well. We'll see. Uh, maybe sometime soon. They usually reveal new Call of Duties during the NBA playoffs. But since the NBA season is suspended right now because of the virus, they can't really do that. And then they reveal the gameplay at E3. Well, E3 is canceled. So, I mean, we usually get reveals in May. I think we start getting like teasers or some leaks near the end of April. You get the official reveal in May. And then in June during E3 is when you get the gameplay reveal. And since Warzone just came out, I'm sure they're trying to push that as much as possible. They're getting a ton of players. Like, they already have over 30 million people that have played it, which is faster than Fortnite did it. So Warzone's doing really well. They probably don't want to take away from that just yet. Let that kind of be out there the rest of this month, the rest of next month, and then in May. Reveal this. But that's not it for Call of Duty because the Modern Warfare 2 remastered rumors. Actually, not even rumors. It was, it showed up. On the South Korean ratings board. Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered. Yes, campaign only again. So the original rumors a couple years ago is that it would be campaign only. Then again last year it would be campaign only. And again now this year still campaign only. The game was rated on February 26th. So just a few weeks ago. In March of 2018, it appeared on Amazon Italy, which it was quickly removed. And then last year, it showed up on Europe's Peggy ratings board, which was then quickly removed. And then now on the South Korean ratings board. So to have this thing show up three different years on different ratings boards and then on Amazon, like it has to exist. Why it's campaign only, I don't know. That's not, I mean, the Modern Warfare 2 campaign is not bad. I like the Modern Warfare campaigns, but we want that multiplayer, you know? Like, that's what it's about. But I don't even know what to think about this anymore. It's been showing up in different places for the last two years. 
and there's just like nothing to show for it. Maybe one day we will see Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Or Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered. Sorry. Whatever. I'm more excited about Black Ops. Hopefully it's good. Like Treyarch, they... Treyarch knows what's up. And when Treyarch makes a game every other year, instead of every three years on their cycle, it's great. So right now it'd be every other year. Because Black Ops 4 was in 2018, so... When Treyarch needs to rush something out, they usually do good things. Because they don't have time to, like, try and experiment. It's like, we need to stick to the basics, we need to stick to what we know, and just make it. That's why I never liked the three-year cycle for Call of Duty, because these companies, you know, they get this extra time, which is great for the workers. They might not have to crunch as much as other companies do. But then, that extra time, they try to get cute with it, and it might ruin the game. Put David Vonderhart back in charge of multiplayer... Don't worry about Battle Royale. You have that covered with Warzone right now. Let him take care of multiplayer. Because in Black Ops 4, he wasn't in charge of multiplayer. They put him in charge of Battle Royale. And it showed. Let him do multiplayer. Everything will be fine. Anyway, moving on to Resident Evil 3 Remake. They released the demo just the other day. I made a video on it, which is on my channel if you want to watch it. And you know, it's not bad. It's pretty good. I mean, it's just like Resident Evil 2 Remake pretty much. I do like how the knife has an infinite amount of uses. That is very helpful. And it's also nice to see companies realize that video games are allowed to be video games and they don't need to be realistic all the time. It is okay for a knife to not break. There's a part in The Last of Us where you get a knife with infinite uses and it's very nice. So for them to do that for Resident Evil 3, very nice. Let games be games. This isn't real life. And Nemesis, Nemesis is going to be a problem. This dude is dashing around, he's jumping around, he's climbing buildings, he's sliding down buildings, he's got like a tentacle that he grabs, I mean, Jesus. Mr. X wishes he was Nemesis. But yeah, I enjoyed the demo, I enjoyed the Resident Evil 2 demo as well. Resident Evil 2 remakes a good game, this is going to be a good game, there's no way it's not going to be a good game. Capcom's been doing some good things lately, so that's always good to see. And then PlayStation is doing a sale right now. It lasts until the end of March. It's like their March Madness sale or whatever they're calling it. And Twisted Metal Black was half off. Usually 10 bucks. It's 5 bucks. So I picked it up. PS2 Classic right there. It's a game I played a lot growing up and I felt like playing it again. And I don't feel like setting up my PS2 and then like, well, I actually don't even have a certain connection because I would need to connect the capture card, which I don't have like, I don't have the cable that I need for that right now. So for five bucks to play it on PS4, not a big deal. It's not remastered or anything. I think they said it's like upscaled to 108. I don't, whatever. It didn't look that different to me. But man, is that game harder than I remember it being. Like I played it on medium difficulty and Minion, who is the first boss was slapping me silly there's only two bosses but jesus and it, it kind of depends on the size of the level too like the smaller levels are harder because everyone's just kind of like right there the bigger levels while they take longer to win they're usually a bit easier since everyone is more spread out but man oh man oh man like all the ai just focus on you it's like why don't, why don't you attack each other stop going after me but first time back in years, had to beat it with Sweet Tooth. I mean, come on. Who else are you going to beat it with? So I did that, and now I'm getting all the secrets. Probably going to try to get all the trophies, but 
uh, one of the trophies is to get minion and to do that you have to beat the game with every single character which isn't that hard to do it's just time consuming it's really nice to play old games like that again i really wish twisted metal would come back in a really just crazy way i mean just dark a lot of destruction crazy graphics i really hope the ps5 welcomes a return of twisted metal i really really do black is my favorite one i really like twisted metal 4 as well that one gets a bad rap with people i'm not even sure why i enjoyed that one a lot sweet tooth's pretty overpowered in that one though like his special is stupid <laughs> and then of course twisted metal 2 it's a classic i'm totally cool if they remake any of those that i just mentioned or just a new one i mean i i just want it to return i want a modern twisted metal but if i'm going to talk about twisted metal i got to give a shout out to vigilante 8 because that was also a fun game as well also you might have seen a skateboard on the wall in the back of some of my videos with sweet tooth on it that's the cover of twisted metal black which is like half of sweet tooth's face and my dad airbrushed that because he's like an artist and i draw stick figures so i did not inherit any artistic skills but yeah he made that for me Okie dokie, let's move on to music. We got some Australian bands this week. The Australian Onslaught, as I call it. You had the Amity Affliction release an album. You had Dealer release an EP. You had Polaris release an album. You had Ocean Grove release an album. Then you had In Hearts Wake release a brand new song. And you had Make Them Suffer release a brand new song. And soon Alpha Wolf will release a brand new song. It doesn't end. So let's start with In Heart's Wake. The song is called Worldwide Suicide. There's a lot happening with this song. It's hard for me to even explain it. You just have to listen to it. Just the noises and sounds. And then the song sounds one way. And the next second it sounds a different. And it's just, it's all over the place. It's definitely an interesting listen, but in the description of the video, it says, For every 1,000 views of this video, In Heart's Wake will plant one native tree to support the earth. This will take place next spring in Australia. We are totally dependent on the earth and its interdependent ecosystems for our survival. To harm any part of it is to harm ourselves. Ecocide is suicide. As you know, the Australian fires that destroyed a lot, so they're going to give back for every 1,000 views. So I'll put a link in the description, and even if you don't like the song, at least give it a view, because the more views it gets, the more trees that get planted. Just some of the lyrics, it's dying from the inside, it's a wildfire lullaby, it's the final kiss goodnight, it's a worldwide suicide. And I have a feeling I know what the album's gonna be about. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be about the earth and climate and all that stuff. Moving on to the other Australian band, Make Them Suffer, released a new song called Erase Me. Also, really, really good. I saw someone make a comment about this song that I just don't understand. They called it pop. How in the world is this pop or have a poppy sound to it? You think a band called Make Them Suffer is going to have pop elements to it? Yeah, the girl in the band sings a little bit. It doesn't make it pop. Yeah, the chorus might be catchy. It doesn't make it pop. I don't understand people. I probably never will understand people. So I should just stop trying to understand people. 
Just let them believe what they want to believe, but at the end of the day, they're wrong. Link to that song in the description as well. And then moving on to Bring Me the Horizon. So everyone is in like quarantine right now. Bands can't tour. Everything's postponed, canceled, all that stuff. So what they're doing is the guys got together and they're just going to write a new album. And every day they've been uploading videos on the progress of the new album. They're short videos though, like two to four minutes. And I'm pretty sure it's a new album. The camera guy said album, but who knows? It could be an EP. But they're making new music and it's definitely going to have electronic sounds to it. If you watch the videos, you can hear that. So I will watch all the videos that they released to try to keep up to date with it. And also, how much money are they bringing in? Because that house they're in is pretty nice. And they have a personal chef. Uh, life and Bring Me the Horizon, not too bad. If they're going to add electronic elements to it, though, I hope it's like the song they did for Death Stranding, Ludens. Because that song's really, really good. So more songs like that, I approve. And then lastly, we got another new song from Lamb of God, Memento Mori which is a lot better than the first single they released, Checkmate. I thought Checkmate was pretty average. It's just like a standard song. I don't know. Didn't really do anything for me. But this one is much better. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I want to hear. Memento Mori. Be mindful of death. That's from an Architect song, also called Memento Mori. And whoever talks in that song says that. That's a great album, too. All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us, Architects, what was that, 2016? Highly recommended. Okie dokie, on to the weekly pick of the week. I said I was going to do it last week. I said if there was a really good song off Ocean Grove's new album, I was going to make it the weekly pick this week, so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. That song is, of course, Shimmer. It is too good. It is just too good of a song. And everyone needs to listen to it. Everyone just needs to listen to the band, really. The more recognition they get, the better. And actually, The Needle Drop, a.k.a. Anthony Fantano, a.k.a. Melon, a.k.a. whatever name you want to call him, just gave them a shout-out. So that's actually pretty cool. I was probably the first to give them a shout-out on YouTube, though, so let my legacy be known. And also, in the last few days, a member of Ocean Grove tested positive for the coronavirus so they didn't say who it was my guess is twiggy because he has a mullet well, actually dale has a mullet too is it a coincidence that both guys that sing have mullets i don't think so but whoever it is in the band hopefully they get better they did do a meet and greet around the time the album was released so i don't know if they got it from that or if they had it before that and they might have gave it to the people at the meet and greet uh, maybe some of the other members of the band will get it because they were together. I mean, I don't know. But hopefully nothing bad happens and they recover. Ocean Grove, Shimmer, link in the description. Okay, and now it's time for the weird story of the week. You already know. I don't even have to say where. You already know. While most of the Okeechobee County Commissioners urge the public to refer to the health information from the Centers for Disease Control, the Florida Department of Health, well I just gave it away, <laughs> or their own doctor, one commissioner uses the public commission meetings to share his own ideas about COVID-19. At the March 20th meeting of the Okeechobee County Commissioners, 
Commissioner Bryant Culpepper referenced a program he said he saw on one American news network about the coronavirus. One of the things that was pointed out in this interview with one of the foremost doctors who has studied the coronavirus said that the nasal passages and the nasal membranes are the coolest part of the body. That's why the virus tends to go there until it then becomes healthy enough to go into the lungs. This sounds really goofy, and it did to me too, but it works, he explained. Once the temperature reaches 136 degrees Fahrenheit, the virus falls apart. It disintegrates. I said, how would you get the temperature up to 136 degrees? The answer was you use a blow dryer. You hold a blow dryer up to your face and you inhale through your nose and it kills all the viruses in your nose. So that sounds like a really simplified way of doing things, but sometimes the cures for these diseases are very simple. Also, if you are worried about it going into your lungs, because that's where it goes to turn into pneumonia, you can put a pan of water on the stove until it turns into steam and inhale it. It sounds too easy, but at this point, it's worth trying, he continued. Doctors who have responded to this story pointed out that pointing the hairdryer on high heat directly at your face could irritate your skin, eyes, nose, and mouth. Oh, but that wasn't it. During the March 17th meeting, he suggested using ozone to kill the COVID-19 virus. My son has discovered something that is totally a game changer, he said. There is a website online, and those of you that hunt, there's a device that hunters use because deer can smell the scent of a human, and they do that because of the bacteria. What they have developed is a small device, nano ozone, that you wear on your clothing and it actually sends out an ozone vapor that goes approximately 3 meters completely around your body. Any type of virus, coronavirus, whatever virus you choose, regular cold virus, can be killed by this ozone. Most of the time when you have a problem, there's usually a cure. And it's usually technology, he said. He then took to Facebook, which is like one of the worst websites in existence. No one is holding a gun to your head to do anything you do not want to do, but for some, they don't have a lot of options. All this wonderful science you believe, and yet thousands die every day from cancer, leukemia, ALS. So why haven't they been cured with all the scientists working on for years? Go ahead and laugh all you want and feel like fools when I'm proven right. And then shortly after that, he issued an apology. <laughs> to all my Facebook friends, I am heartfully sorry for the comments I made on social media. I was only trying to give comfort to those in Okeechobee who have no insurance to treat their families. Alright, that's the wrong there. And he forgot to put a period. Who are you people electing? Well, it's Florida. I mean, Jesus. I should have ignored the comments that I perceived as hateful and the embarrassment I caused to my fellow commissioners and our administrator and her staff. Alright, the F and fellow did not need to be capitalized. The A and and did not need to be capitalized either. You also forgot a period again. I will not offer any more suggestions unless they are tried and proven. Forgot the period again. I ask for all of your forgiveness. The A did not need to be capitalized at all for anything offensive that I uttered during these exchanges. God bless and soften your hearts. <laughs> uh, man, go ahead and laugh all you want. Feel like fools until I'm proven right. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I'm heartfully sorry. God bless you. And this dude looks like a chipmunk. Like he actually looks like a human chipmunk. 
anyway that's gonna be it for me this week so thank you for listening there'll be links in the description to apple spotify stitcher and tune in if you would like to listen on those services links in the description to my twitter twitch and discord if you want to chit chat or hang out links to all the music and the weekly pick that i mentioned earlier and with that said i will talk to you guys next week stay safe and i'll see you then later